Hey, what's up? This is your host, Kat Jones. Today is February 22nd, 2020. I just realized it's a leap year, and this is Queer All Year. Hey, y'all. How you doing? Um, you may hear the dog in the background occasionally because he's decided he doesn't want to shut up today. That's okay, because he's been pretty good for all the other episodes. Um, this is Kat, and I am joined, as always, with my brother and sound producer, Mick G. Excuse me while I kiss this guy. Okay, um, alright. Well, that, that was Mick G. Um, have I said, I've said on some episode, might have been a bonus episode, we used to listen to Bonnie Raitt a lot. And this, yeah, so McGee has lost all of his credit now. We used, we used to love Bonnie Raitt. And so, Are you ready for a paintball gun? Yep, that, that was what we heard. I remember asking mom one day, why does she ask if we're ready for a paintball gun when the rest of the song has nothing to do with it? And she just kind of stared at me. But she, anyway. She let me go on believing it. It was actually Grace that told me that it was different. Yeah. Well, shout out to our Aunt Grace for... <laughs> Um, often being the one to tell us things. <laughs> <laughs> often the provider of wisdom that our oh, parents yes. did not want to reveal to us. Oh, yes. I mean, nothing bad. That sounded like I was going to say she told us something terrible. No. Mostly it was just I mean, like she... I mean, she uh, <laughs> taught us little pranks and stuff. Uh... Do you remember the one where she was like, uh, my mom said it's so chubby, you can't smile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that is a really good one. I um the one in Alaska was the best though. Oh my gosh, when she thought the windows were tinted. Yeah, she was making faces at this guy, calling him fat essentially. Oh, she was like blowing and, up her cheeks like. Yeah, <laughs> and then he's just like was he looking so straight mad. at us, and it was so yeah, it was embarrassing. And then and then Dad got in the car, and like Grace was like these. Or, or no, Dad opened the door and he was like, you know, we can see through these windows, right? <laughs> yeah, the look on her face was priceless. Oh my gosh. That's one of my favorite memories of my life. Anyway. Yeah, how did we get here? Um, we Bonnie pre- Raitt. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so we listened to Bonnie Raitt and that we got those lyrics wrong. Anyway, <laughs> how, how did we get here to begin with? How did we get to this place? It all began... Uh, when I was gay. So um, we don't have a whole lot to talk about today. And so I think that's why McGee is letting me go on about Aunt Grace and embarrassing her and probably her son who might be listening. I don't know. I know she listens. Shout out, Quinn. What's up? Quinn and Grace and Doug, maybe, and the rest of the family. All the Latessas and Hobsons, McGowans, whatever you are, whoever you are. Slaughters. That's not a terrible. Slaughters. Yeah. Not. Enos Slaughter. Anyway, so um, we have we have just like one story and this whole intro, and then McGee's segment, I guess, and then I I I think I'm going to talk about Glenn Gary Glenn Ross, and that has nothing to do with anything, but I really like the movie, so that's the schedule for today. So let's get into our first story, which um, like I said, is kind of short and it's important, of course, but it's short. So, um, on this day in 2007 in the Netherlands, Netherlands or the Netherlands, I'm never sure. Um, I'm going to destroy this name. Gerda Verbug? Gerda, see, not even going to try it again. Um, I am sorry, Gerda. I do not, 
and all the Netherlands. I apologize. She uh, became the first um, open lesbian elected to government in the Netherlands. Netherlands, the Netherlands, again. Um, she was the Minister of Agriculture, Nature, and Food Quality, all of which sound like an awesome thing to group together, and I kind of would, I would love to be part of that. Um, what is it, department? What do you call it? Part of the government? Sounds like fun. Agriculture, Nature, and Food Quality. A super hippie or something. It'd be great. Um, she, I believe, is currently a um, diplomat, a Dutch diplomat. She's um, not a politician anymore. I believe she's doing um, UN things. She, um, yes, the, she does um, a lot of stuff with the UN uh, about, like, world food. So she was on the world food security. She was a chair. And, um... United Nations Organizations for Food and Agriculture. And so she's, you know, obviously really big into keeping food healthy and available for the world, which is really cool. You don't see a whole lot of people doing that. And that's why there's criticism of the United Nations, and I understand that. But there are a lot of people doing a lot of good there. And there's a lot of people who care about the world, which is, it just blows my mind. But it could be like that thing that I always say, like we keep talking about how, you know, kids aren't allowed to run around outside anymore because everyone's getting kidnapped. And it was like, you know, I can name basically every single kidnap victim from the 70s and 80s. And that's because A, I'm a true crime idiot. And B, they were so rare that we are able to know the names of them. So um, where I'm going with that is that maybe... I know all these people who are doing so much good in the world because there are so few people doing it. That thought made me sad. So I'm going to move on and say um, that Gerda, hopefully I'm saying that wrong, or hopefully I'm saying that wrong, hopefully I'm saying that right, um, um, was the first open lesbian elected to government there. And she um, lives with her wife, and I am certain I'm going to get this that wrong. Um her wife, who she married in 2012, Willie Westerlaken. That can't be right. Can't be Willie, right? How do you pronounce W's in Dutch? It can't be Willie Westerlaken. It's mm. just so American. I just... Uh, they, and they live in Worden? Worden? Because otherwise it's Willie Westerlaken in Worden. And I just don't... I feel bad because... I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, and also just pronouncing it wrong that way makes it sound like I'm making fun of them, and I'm not. So, anyway, she's been a very important person in the world in terms of food quality and being a good person, and she lives with her wife, who I'm sure is a wonderful woman, and uh, they live in a place that I probably can't pronounce, and, um... So anyway, here's a little segment with McGee. In legend, lore, and real life, it is tradition that a great sword have a great name. The same is true of great guitars. Today, I'll be talking about B.B. King's beloved, sweet-talking, ever-nurturing black Gibson L30 archtop semi-hollow body guitar. She was an amazing guitar with an amazing story. 
Purchased for only $30, Lucille was performing on a cold winter night in 1949. To warm the small club in Twist, Arkansas, there were many cans of kerosene being poured into a trash can and ignited. While this was all good and safe, a fight broke out between two men starting a fire. Described as a river of fire, the club was quickly engulfed in flame. As the club cleared out, Lucille realized she wasn't going to make it out. What's a guitar to do? Panic was starting to set in. The flames were stretching towards her. And just as the flames were closing in, a man came barreling through the smoke and debris. It was B.B. King! As she felt her lover's embrace, everything was suddenly okay. After saving the curvy L30 archtop, B.B. found out that the fight that started the fire was all over a woman named Lucille. I'm McGee, and this is A Little Segment. Alright, McGee, thank you for that. Uh, and now, like I said, I don't have a lot to talk about today, so I'm going to talk about the film Glen Gary Glen Ross, which, yes, is also a stage play. I have not seen the stage play. I have seen the movie. I have seen the movie many, many, many times because uh, occasionally something will speak to me like a song or a movie or a book, and I will have to, in this case, watch this movie over and over and over because I, it's saying something that I need to hear and I am not entirely sure what it is I need to hear, but I feel better when I'm watching it. And so um, I think I finally got what this one was saying, but I still watch it over and over because I love it. Um, uh, get the problematic part out first. It does have Kevin Spacey, um, who had the greatest apology ever. I mean, what he did was terrible, but to say... I'm sorry, cocaine's a hell of a drug, and I'm probably gay? Is, like, I'm sorry I did it, I'm probably gay. <laughs> was just... <laughs> that had to go through at least four layers of, like, PR people, and they decided it was okay to let out into the world. <laughs> I'm going to Sex Addicts Anonymous. I did a whole bunch of blow and I don't remember anything I did. And also, I'm probably gay. I'm sorry. I don't... He ru- I, I wish I could say he ruined his career with that, but I, I actually... I doubt it, honestly. Alec Baldwin is also in it. Uh, he's a little problematic occasionally. I do love the voicemail where he calls his daughter a fat little piggy. Um, I don't love it, love it, but I love... I don't know. I like to, I love it when celebrities like lose their crap in very public ways. This segment may not end up being about Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. It might just be me talking about celebrities going crazy. Like when Christian Bale just went nuts on that grip or whoever it was, you know, um, he was like, oh, good for you. Or, <laughs> and then he just like said, you're never going to work this town again. And it's like, it wasn't even his fault. And he doesn't have the ability to hire or fire anyone. And like, he was just screaming at this poor guy for nothing. He just sounded like a moron. What else is people? Oh, I just love it. What? McGee, can you think of anything? There was another one. There's another famous one where someone just lost their mind and went like on set or something. And so Alec Baldwin um, on the voicemail calling his daughter a little piggy. And then Christian Bale 
Um, yeah, that was the only one I could think of right really? there. I was going to say Christian Bale. Oh, man, there was another um, one. <laughs> yeah. We know. have the ability to Google. We're not going to do it, of course. Man. But, yeah, so look up, I don't know, just look up videos of just them celebrities going crazy in public. It cracks me up. There was a time that Eddie Murphy had a um, transgender escort, escort? sex worker in his car and said he was just driving his friend home and for some reason the press caught onto the transgender part and went nuts and i remember that i remember thinking what i don't understand what the big deal about any of this is but yeah so that wasn't him losing his stuff in public that was the public losing its stuff over something that shut up anyway so glengarry glenn ross it's um it's kind of like death of a salesman but it's not it's like it is, but it's not. It's about these salesmen. They have, they're they trying to sell land, not real estate, but packets of land, kind of. And they are in a slump. The whole group is in a slump because they have the same leads. So the leads are, you know, people have filled out surveys or, or um, postcards saying they're interested in learning more, and then they send it in and then they get hounded for the rest of their lives, which is like signing up for a newsletter these days or anything like that. And then you're like unsubscribe and they're like, okay. And then they don't unsubscribe you. Um, so it gather around children. Um, in the old days, you had to mail things in because there was no internet. There was not a thing called an internet. There were things called phones and they were stuck to your desk and they had wires. They had a, they, you would hold the phone up to your ear like you hold your phone today, except everyone uses their speakerphone, makes me want to punch them in the face, but you hold the, you would hold the phone up to your ear, except that would just be the part that you could hear out of and speak out of. The rest of the phone had a cord all the way down to it from the handset that you're holding. And then that's where you dialed numbers. And the only thing you could do with the phone was hold it up to your ear and dial numbers. And that's what uh, salespeople did with their whole lives, was hold the phone up to their ear and dial the numbers and then try and talk the person they're calling into buying their product. The person on the other end of the line never wants to buy it because A, they don't want to buy it, and B, it's dinner time and they're trying to have dinner with their kids, or it's bedtime they're trying to put their kids to bed. So that's, that was the life of a salesperson at the time and they're trying to sell land which no one wants anyway and so they have to try and like talk up this land like it's an investment and it's really great land even though it's like terrible stuff and the only leads they have are people that they've called a million times and who don't have the money to buy land and they don't have the desire to buy land and then I'm like why did you send in these postcards then but and there's a little bit of racism that goes on in that. Um, but, you know, just for a second or two of racism. Yeah, another problematic part. Um, but then uh, Alec Baldwin comes in um, and he is, it's one of his best roles. He cracks me up. He's young, like in his Beetlejuice age. And he tells them that uh, he's from the headquarters and they've decided that the number one seller gets a new car, number two seller gets a set of knives or something, 
and anyone under that is fired. So you have to sell this land or you get fired. But they can't sell the land because they have these bad leads. But whoever does sell the land and does really well, the best sellers, they get these new leads, the Glen Gary leads. No, Glen Gary, the Glen Ross leads. The the new leads. They're brand new. No one's ever called them before. They're people who actually can afford to and want to buy land. But you can't get them unless you are able to sell land to these other people that you've already called a million times. So I think why the movie was speaking to me was because I was in a place where it was like, I need this thing to get forward in my life. But in order to get this thing, I have to do this thing that I cannot do. And so that was a great time in my life. And I was just sitting there watching this over and over and over again. What is this saying to me? And now that I'm now that I'm through that part, I can see it. Could not see it at the time. And of course, that's just how it goes. Um, and other people can probably relate to that. Maybe that's why I'm talking about this right now. If you can relate to that, um, I'm around to talk to. And I can very much empathize with that feeling. The feeling that you have these horrible leads and and if you are able to do something with them that you cannot do then you get the thing that moves you forward you get the other leads that boost your life forward or at least get you out of unemployment for a year uh and uh boy you you're you're unemployed for about a year and then yeah then you kind of get the leads i kind of got the lead i don't i might have the leads right now i might have stolen them and um then stolen the phones um spoiler so anyway so if you are feeling that way uh feel free to reach out to me on social media um we are queer all year pod on twitter and instagram you can also just find me personally on facebook cat jones i my Profile picture is the very angry looking person staring directly into the camera wearing a unicorn headband. I need to change that, but I'm very open about what my Facebook is. I invite everyone there. Um, my DMs are open everywhere, uh, which is a bad idea, but I do it anyway. And um, you can find the podcast on Facebook um queer all year on facebook the group is queer all year fam where you can go out and tell me that i'm an idiot for having everything open and public not everything's public but uh my dms and messages you don't call them dms on facebook i guess i don't know but you can out there you can just make fun of me or whatever um if you would like to be an awesome supporter of this show and um, show everyone how much you believe in us and want us to succeed, you can head out to patreon.com slash queer all year. Queer all year pod. Do you remember, McGee? Queer all year or queer all year pod? For what? Uh, Patreon. Uh, it's just queer all year. Okay, queer all year. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> My brain is working today. Yes, so you can go out there and um, give us a donation if you would like to. For a dollar, you get our bloopers, and <laughs> it's a miracle that half this episode isn't a blooper. You can so one dollar level, you get bloopers and the ringtone number. At the five dollar level, you get uh, bonus episodes and and the bloopers 
and the ringtone and hopefully stickers soon I think maybe we're working on stuff it's gonna be cool um and then there's a whole bunch of other tiers that we haven't really uh set into concrete yet uh but you can feel free to donate to them because eventually they will have very cool stuff uh if you would like to be totally amazing you can rate and review us wherever you listen to us on your favorite pod catcher of choice okay and uh the place that helps us out the most is apple podcast which is the little purple icon on your apple device i don't think you can get it on your desktop but your phone your tablet maybe your watch i don't know you people and your technology and your snapchat and phones on your wrists and hoverboards i don't i don't know uh if you go there and you rate and review us there apple goes okay so some people like these people maybe we'll like keep an eye on them maybe boost them up in the stats and i have seen a podcast get boosted up above like some of the best podcasts out there just based on the ratings and reviews of their listeners and so i know you all can do it i know you can get us up there you can get us noticed uh if people type in any part of our name we'll actually show up in the search for once because you may have noticed we don't show up in the search unless you type in the exact word the whole exact name of the podcast i would really love to at least get somewhere that we will show up if you search for something so help us get to that point uh that would be really awesome and we would appreciate it so much i know i would definitely appreciate it and um yeah help us be part of history help us be part of history by being not only the first daily queer history podcast but the first daily queer history podcast to make it to new and noteworthy or something like that so be part of our history and we want to be part of your history and as always we love you (laughs) 